Praise the Lord Jesus. Uh, so good to be back again online this Wednesday and believing God that we will do all we're created to do and go home in glory. Praise God, no matter what it looks like. Let's thank God and worship Him who's worthy. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is to be praised. Hallelujah. And everything that has breath, praise you. We worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah for the Lord God, the omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Hallelujah for the Lord God, the omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise the Lord. For he is Lord, he is Lord, he has risen from the dead, and he is Lord, and every shall bow every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord hallelujah oh thank you for the privilege of bowing the knee to you today separadiste of confessing your name, Masharande la Prasalante. Oh, we give you thanks, le Prasantaria Bosoromonto, Menshiremando Rose Parade Caraste. Worship, worship, worship is due to you. Alamashtaramare Kastere Miande, Le Monondereste Mafravandariana. Who do I have in heaven but you? Oh, who can compare with you? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, hallelujah. Vino cura mahaste pragaste vridi belmi, fremoto como sta bravinda balashene kente. Worship you, Lord, repedila barasabariacus ofredi, meno cora hamacalta rashte rebelti. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, brucusta maraminda reste. Hallelujah, mashara de melterebile dorocusto. Worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, worship you, Lord. Prelo cura manatabareda casare diante. Oh, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you, we worship you. You're worthy, Lord, you're worthy, you're worthy. 
Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, precious Holy Spirit, for living with us. Hallelujah. Living in us. Oh, we trust you. We trust you. We open our hearts to you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. 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 For life and breath and all things. We give you thanks. We give you thanks. Thank you, Father. We call every need met. Every yoke destroyed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, let's uh, open up our Bibles to a couple of um, maybe familiar scriptures and... um, you know, the scripture is contained in the book, and as far as God and eternity are concerned, we're going to be seeing new things, uh, new uh, facets and revelations of God and His person, and we're going to be thrilled throughout eternity. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So keep. Uh, Staying in familiar scriptures and don't get tired of hearing these things because you are being fed, you are being nourished. Each one of us is being built up. Hallelujah. So let's turn into um, a scripture in Isaiah which uh, is familiar. Isaiah the 32nd chapter. Isaiah 33. 3 3. Observe there. And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times, and strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Hallelujah. Praise God. These are strange times. These are times that. Uh, have not been like this before and they are just going to keep getting stranger and fierce and in the midst of all that here we are not like uh, lambs led to the slaughter but rather we're given the equipment by almighty God our father to be able to be stable and immovable and strong even in this time praise God and uh, we, we need to tap into that more and more and uh, give priority to certain things. For instance, he said, the fear of the Lord is his treasure or this is what we must go after. Hallelujah. All of these realities are contained in the scripture and God has already given us the solution to our times, to being stable and uh, You know, not just blown here and there, but being able to stand and uh, pursue that precious treasure of knowing Him and uh, being in awe of Him. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's read that also in Canada, Isaiah 33, verse 6. 
ನಿನ್ನ ಕಾಲದಲ್ಲಿ ಸ್ಥಿರತೆಯಾಗಿಯೂ ರಕ್ಷಣೆ ಜ್ಞಾನ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಗಳ ನಿಕ್ಷೇಪವಾಗಿಯೂ ಇರುವನು ಕರ್ತನ ಭಯವೇ ಅವನ ಬೊಕ್ಕಸವಾಗಿರುವುದು Wisdom is the application of the knowledge that you accumulate. Praise God for knowledge that is coming to us from various sources. But the knowledge of Him comes through the revelation of His Word. And as we keep filling ourselves with the knowledge of God, we are, are able to choose wisely, make choices that we will not uh, regret, make choices to... walk in a place of stability and so our life becomes a testimony also for others who are observing in these uh, precarious times and as we pursue notice the fear of the lord that is our treasure that is what is important to god and to us also praise god uh, we find out that it's a different kind of life it is a different kind of um, general outlook on everything praise god and so god has given us all of these truths there and uh, praise god we shall be right in the midst of it hallelujah and not be moved by the waves the winds the problems challenges of this time and there are various seasons and we are here in our season notice also uh, proverbs the 11th chapter again a familiar scripture and he uh, says there in verse 2 when pride cometh then cometh shame but with the lowly is wisdom hallelujah that's the king james rendering of it when pride cometh then cometh shame but with the lowly is wisdom jesus said i am meek and lowly in heart take my yoke upon you and learn of me and you will find rest unto your souls amen so uh there is a secret with humility and that secret uh attracts uh god's counsel and uh, god's secrets god's purposes and so it's a good thing to be like him for he was meek and lowly and he is meek and lowly and we decide to join him in that attitude of meekness you know a familiar scripture also that's from Matthew 11 the very last few verses a verse that uh, spoke to my heart the first time i accepted the lord those were the verses that made me call upon him and so uh, as we go down this path we have to be cautious of uh, attitudes that may hinder that uh, ability to join the lord in a yoke of learning and uh, hear his counsel so anytime you begin to feel shame you should know that is the result of pride hallelujah uh, it was not in the original plan of god but after a uh, man fell he began to feel shame and he went to cover himself with fig, fig leaves and all of that so there was no shame before that so this uh, self promoting choice that they adopted in the garden is what now caused you know all of this to come and shame and all that so anytime you detect that there is a shame 
embarrassment. You should begin to look for pride. And uh, all of us go through these things. You know, we get, oh, we blush ugh, and so on, you know. But with the lowly, it's wisdom. Amen. So as long as your heart is beating and you are still alive, there's a chance to adjust again and again. Praise God. With the lowly is wisdom. Hallelujah. Let's also hear that in Canada, Proverbs 11, 2. Amen. Praise God for the short work there. Hallelujah. <laughs> the, I like the Canada word there, Nachike. That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> you know, you feel embarrassed and blush and, oh, you know, all of that. So those are all uh, pointers to the fact that we still have some pride to deal with. God help us all. Amen. So that connection is there. And then Micah 6, again, another uh, familiar verse, verse 8. He has showed thee, O man, what is good, and what doth the Lord require of thee, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with thy God. Oh, praise God. There is a pretty clear uh, kind of list of what the Lord requires from us. It's very plain there. What is good? What does he require? He says to do uh, justly or righteousness. You know, to do the right thing. And to love mercy. You know, to enjoy showing mercy. And enjoy the whole reception of mercy. And to just uh, incline your heart to it. And be fond of that completely. And to walk that it affects your lifestyle uh, in such a way that you are humble towards God. Amen. You are respecting and honoring the fact that everything comes from Him. That He is your life source. Uh, the Bible declares that the Word of God is His inspiration. It's, it's all the breath of God that gives us that Word. And so you will think about it for a minute uh, you know, if you stop breathing, you die. And so God's own life force, in quotes, his breath is actually his word. And his word is also Jesus. Praise God. And uh, that word is life to us and health to all our flesh. So you can see that if God breathed on, you know, uh, that form of Adam and Eve and then they received life that breath again is available for us again and again as we study the scripture he breathes on us we're quickened again we're we're restored again hallelujah so uh, you know it's just another opportunity to receive the breath and life of God Oh, blowing all over us again Woo. after the resurrection he breathed on them Hallelujah. Praise God. And so um, all of these things are very powerful when you think about them. How many of you would like God to just breathe over you? Amen. <laughs> so let's just, uh, you know, yield to it and receive the flow of the breath of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm, thank you, Jesus. 
So the inspiration, the breath, the life of God is what we are being exposed to. And we are saying it's not our strength, it's not our ability. Unless you breathe on us, unless you strengthen and quicken us, we are just lumps of clay. Hallelujah. You are the life and essence of all that is good in us. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we like to pursue these thoughts uh, even more. Hallelujah. So notice the combination of a love for, uh, you know, humble uh, pursuit of the awe and reverence of God. And to know that you are not perfect, that you make mistakes, that you are prone to all of these things that everybody goes through. And so you love mercy, you desire mercy, and you want to participate in that flow of mercy. Hallelujah. All of these uh, thoughts in there, praise God, because God has you know, unveiled himself like that. He said he's meek and lowly in heart and we should learn from him. And we are doing that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I think we read uh, Micah 6.8. Not yet. Let's hear that also in Kannada. Praise God. The book of Romans is a very rich book. Uh, it's uh, full of wonderful, wonderful stuff. But notice that it was written to uh, Gentiles and um not necessarily to the people who knew uh, the law and the Jewish way of thinking. But um, it's interesting to see how much is in that book and all of these great doctrines of righteousness and uh, salvation are mentioned there very powerfully. But as you uh, study, you notice the sixth chapter, uh, how it talks about shall we continue in sin that you know grace may abound and all of that in verse 16 it says know you not know you not that to whom you yield yourselves servants to obey his servants you are to whom you obey whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness hallelujah so there is a <coughs> An acknowledgement that you have to serve somebody. You are not free, you know. You're either serving this or that. Hallelujah. And how do you know that you are a servant? It's by the yielding. You give yourself, you know. You yield yourself uh, as a servant to obey. Notice that. And uh, whether it is sin which leads to death, eventually something will die. And obedience unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Obedience unto righteousness. Notice verse 17 continuing. But God be thanked. Hallelujah. Thank God some things were settled. That you were the servants of sin. Notice that. But you have obeyed. From the heart. Praise God. That form of doctrine which was delivered you. Hallelujah. So even though you may not be seeing uh, major change yet, at least from the heart, you have obeyed. 
the doctrine. Amen. Which was given to you. Uh, and you have accepted some truths. That you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And you are therefore not a servant of sin anymore. But you are a servant of righteousness. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you Jesus. 18 continues. Being then made free from sin. You became the servants of righteousness. Amen. So we are the righteousness of God. But then we become servants of that righteousness. Hallelujah. We allow that righteousness to be the boss. The one that calls the shots. Amen. So thank God we, we have to say it again and again. Because it passes through that um, divine law of the tongue and the heart. That eventually causes your body and your life to go in the direction of what you are saying. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am a new creature. All things are passed away. You notice that you keep saying it and then your whole body becomes a servant to that. That you are speaking because you are trapped by the words of your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And it continues as you keep saying it. Uh, verse 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as you have yielded your members, servants to uncleanness, to iniquity, unto iniquity. Even so, now yield your members, servants to righteousness, unto holiness. Amen. So um, thank God that as you begin to yield by speaking it from the heart, by reading those verses, uh, letting them distill into your thinking, your deep thoughts and imaginations, and speaking them out again and again, in spite of what you see or don't see, guess what happens? You become a servant of that righteousness, or that right nature, right standing with God, and it proceeds into a holy lifestyle. Hallelujah. To walk humbly, to walk justly, to walk rightly before God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. So God is allowing us to uh, navigate through these principles and laws uh, in the spirit that cause us to be dominated and ruled by another master rather than the old master and the old flesh life. Amen. I had uh, many years of uh, uh, very addictive behavior. I was an alcoholic. I was a ganja smoker. And, um, you know, I had a very wild lifestyle because I thought we were animals. The original information was that I thought we were just animals. And, you know, hey, you just die like an animal. Until I found out that science could not answer some questions... And, uh, you know, praise God for the Bible. And I began to uh, read the scripture and uh, the verses began to speak to me. And I realized that Jesus is alive and that we are not just flesh and we're not just animal life. That there is an eternal uh, consequence to our life that we are spirit beings. Hallelujah. And we are living in this house called the flesh and the body. Uh, and I began to think drastic thoughts came to me that, whoa, I'm in trouble. I need help here. And if Jesus is real, I want to serve him. 
And so I accepted him as my Lord. I, I spoke it from my heart and mouth. And Jesus became my Lord. I became a new creature in the spirit. But I found out that the old life had laid tracks in me uh, by habit, by experience. And doing it over and over and over. And I was stuck there. And uh, I really needed help. So I went to church. And I asked the pastor, how can I see the change? When will these things go away from my life? And he said, in his booming African voice, he he said, you have to sit down there and study the word. And write it down. And say it every day. And so I accepted it, you know. (laughs) And I, I began to say it. I began to write it. And I began to speak it. Even though I didn't feel anything. Because this is a spirit reality that you're born again. Amen. But thank God, I began to see change after some time. And I was encouraged. You know, the change encourages you. And then as years pass, you realize, wow, man, there's a clear difference. I can see, wow, things are changing. You know, I can actually enjoy this life now. It's a different level of life. Amen. So you eventually become a servant of righteousness unto Holiness. Amen. Uh, righteousness becomes your boss. Is not just something you are saying, but it actually becomes a reality that you are enjoying uh, service to this righteousness. And then it affects uh, your life and you become uh, holier, more and more holy. Amen. Not holier than thou, but just holier. <laughs> Amen. We are not comparing with anybody. Amen. We are comparing with him. Amen. Praise God. All right. Let's see if we can hear a thing or two in Canada. Maybe um, verse 16 and 17 in Canada, first of all. Nivu Yarige Dasarante Vide Ragute Vendu Nimanu Pisikodutiro Avarige Dasaragi Vide Yaragiru Virembadu Nimage Gutilavo Papake Dasaradare Maranave Illave Vide Pake Dasaradare Niti Adare Nivu Papake Dasaragi Daru Nimage Upisal Pata Bodanege Nivu Rudayakurva Kavagi Adina Rada Darinda Deva Riges Totravagali Amen. So notice first of all you have to receive the doctrine. That teaching must be received and then you are convinced and you begin to speak it from your heart. Hallelujah. And then you will notice that you are made free and you become a servant of righteousness. Amen. And the 19 continues to say that you become a servant of righteousness unto holiness. Amen. So you start off by accepting the truth of the word. Uh, the fact that Jesus Christ made you the very righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Your spirit is in right standing with God. You don't have condemnation with God from your spirit. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. That reality from your heart spoken through your lips over and over. No matter what you feel like. No matter what is going on. You keep saying that. Hallelujah, that's your nature, your new life nature, the the nature of your spirit man. And it begins to affect your outward life as you serve that. It becomes your master. You begin to serve that very right way of thinking, right way of speaking. And eventually, 
Notice that uh, you become a servant unto holiness. Amen. So um, it doesn't matter what level of life we are at. We are proceeding along that curve and it's getting better and better. Praise God. I guess we can also hear 18 and 19 in Canada. Hallelujah. And it proceeds like that and you become more and more free from the things that dominated you earlier and you are known as a servant of God you become a person producing fruit unto holiness and everlasting life. Amen. So that's verse 22. Notice how it proceeds that way. And then you begin to see some eternal fruit. Thank God for that. From that gift of God given to us, not by our works, but by simple faith in the finished work of Jesus, <clears throat> you and I begin to enjoy the truth that righteousness has been given. It's in our spirit. That's our new nature. <clears throat> and we begin to speak it, and it begins to dominate us, and we become a servant to that word we are speaking from the heart, that reality. And guess what? You become a slave, and you become a person who produces fruit. Uh, holiness becomes an eternal benefit that you are going to enjoy. Amen. Praise God. So it's nice to see <clears throat> that this is how God thinks. That those who are close to God, those uh, angelic beings and strange beings that are around his throne, all they say is holy, holy, holy. It's the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. That's all they have to say. Isn't that interesting? So uh, sometimes it kind of baffles you. Is this all you have to say? Uh, you know, after being around him all this time. But then you have to understand that that's who we are. And because uh, we are so alien to that thinking, it is strange to us. What is this? You know, but... Uh, when you begin to get involved with the things of the word and this pursuit of the fear of the Lord, uh, that becomes your target. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read verse 22 also from Romans 6 in Canada. <laughs> Praise God. <clears throat> In the book of Hebrews, you may remember, the 12th chapter, it says somewhere around verse 9 that we had fathers who for a certain, a, f a few years, the Bible says, for a few days. <laughs> Ooh, it's amazing how it is for a few days. You know, when you look back, notice he's looking at it as though uh, he grew past all that. That you, we were with our fathers one time. And it looked like it was just a few days. When you look back, it's like, wow, it's just a few, few days, you know. Hallelujah. 
And even though it may have been a few years, but when you look back in retrospect, it looks like a very short period of time. Amen. We had fathers in the flesh for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure. Amen. Uh, So he begins to talk about parents and their correction and uh, profit and all that. Notice how it goes. And then he compares it with God who is thinking about our profit. Amen. And he says that we are partakers of his holiness. So can you see the target of God is profit, but it's not what we think. Amen. His view is that we partake of his holiness. So holiness must mean very different things from what we probably think. Amen. One thought will be, you are so way beyond the pollutions of the fall and failure that you are perfectly uh, complete. (laughs) Praise God. So the curse is poverty, sickness, misery, all that. Imagine you are way beyond all that. So those things don't even come near you. Hallelujah. There's no poverty in the throne room, right? There's no sickness in the throne room, right? There's no curse in the throne room, right? There's just a perfection, a completeness. Amen. An absolute shining of the glory of God, unfettered. Hallelujah. And God knows that that's what we need. To partake of that. To be partnering with it. Enjoying that realm where we are way above. All the sin and the failure and the flopping of humanity. Praise God. You're way above there. Wow. Glory to God. Because in his thinking if you are right. Wrong cannot stick to you. Because everything that has happened is because of Adam's failure. And Jesus has canceled that by obedience. Amen. And put it into our account so that we can enjoy the benefit of being right. Amen. Not the, you know, the loss of Adam and failure of Adam. Praise God. So that is, you know, as we yield to that, we begin to partake of that preciousness, of that uh, freedom and uh, uh, spotlessness of this Failure and sin and curse that's on the earth. You can walk in a place of confidence where you know this thing cannot touch me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This nonsense cannot stick on me. Glory to God. So parents with uh, their own mind, maybe uh, they were not as um, clearly in the scripture as God. Definitely not. (laughs) Or maybe yourself right now. They thought about our profit and they thought this adjustment, this advice, this correction they give us is for our profit. But it was actually, uh, you know, also for their profit and uh, all of that. Praise God. Because that's the way they thought. But God is thinking about, truly thinking about our profit. And he knows that you have an eternal benefit of holiness. Fruit unto holiness, unto eternal life. Amen. That's going to affect you here. And there are ages also coming. (laughs) Glory to God. That you are going to be happy 
that you followed the instruction and counsel of God, that you actually took it and uh, acted on it. And he will say, aren't you glad that you just followed that instruction I gave you? Aren't you glad that you just yielded yourself to it? Amen. And so we want to do that, to just walk humbly before God, seek after justice, equity, righteousness, etc. You know, walk there, love mercy. And when you mess up, you just go to 1 John 1, 9 real fast, get it done, and God forgives and forgets, and there's no stain, you just move on. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, uh, you know, you can see that these things are plainly written in Scripture. Amen. With that in mind, let's go off to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs, the ninth chapter. Some things we just mentioned in passing. Um, you can always study them yourself. But some things we, we focus on during that time. And then another time we look at something else. But notice uh, Proverbs 9. Observe verse 1. Wisdom hath builded her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. Praise God. And then he goes on. She has killed her beasts and has mingled her wine. She has also furnished her table. So here is wisdom saying, I have a banquet for you. I have a feast for you. I have wine for you. Amen. And all of these things, uh, what everybody's running after, basically. You know, wow, man, I had this meal. Whew, it was a banquet. And uh, there's the wine there, you know, addictive stuff. You just get, you know, hooked onto it. Oh, that's nice. Can I try the next one? Can I see this one? This is a 1928. This is a 1940. You know, you just keep trying them. And, and wisdom said, hey, I, I have my banquet also. Amen. I have all of these wines that are mixed. So for the old, in quote, addicts, praise God, we have something to be addicted to. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, it, 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 all these things are talking about communion in God. Communion with the Word. Communion with the Spirit. Communion with His thinking. Amen. That is uh, what has been velumed for us. You know. I have served it for you. And there's an invitation. Notice the next verse says, She has sent forth her maidens. She crieth upon the highest places of the city. Invitation cards are gone out. Come. Amen. And so we can, uh, if you go to maybe a little bit of top-notch receptions or banquets or whatever, there will be an invitation that says RSVP. Amen. And it's French for, it, it says, Répondez s'il vous plaît. Or, respond if you please. Amen. If you would like to, you can. Praise God. It's again choice. It's an RSVP. Uh, so it's the same thing. There's a cry. Please come. If you like to respond, please come. No force. But this is going to make you uh, so excited forever that you came and enjoyed my feast. Hallelujah. My banquet. Wisdom is crying. Hallelujah. But the choice is ours all the time. And it continues. Observe uh, verse 4. Who is simple? Notice. Whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. Hmm. 
Him that wanted understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, drink of the wine which I have mingled. Wow. So as you begin to do all that, notice, forsake the foolish, verse 6 says, and live, go in the way of understanding. Praise God. He that reproveth a scorner, get it to himself shame. You know, sometimes you feel the shame when you are corrected. Shouldn't have corrected me. Uh, you know, it's like that, right? That is all proof that, you know, we are dealing with a uh, little pride here and there. You know, embarrassment. He that reproveth his scorner, get it to himself shame. So sometimes, you know, you have to call the kid aside. Don't tell him in front of his buddies. Amen. But if the guy tells you, you can tell me anytime. Ooh, what happened to this guy? Did he lose all of those things? That's another level. You know, there are very few <laughs> kids who will say, if I'm wrong, just tell me straight up. Yeah. Right? They'll be all like, mm, you could have just taken me aside, you know, like that. But praise God, you know, hey, none of us is perfect. We're all dealing with this, you know. Oh, man, God help us. <laughs> uh, even, if we, you, <laughs> even if we don't say anything, our ears will show. They'll change color. We, it will show, you know, that this guy's not enjoying this thing. You know, praise God. But we're all in that path of uh, learning. Praise God. Phew, I wonder if I should park here for a minute. Let's keep reading anyway. Forsake the foolish and live. Go in the way of understanding. Praise God. He that reproveth a scorner, get it to himself, shame. And he that rebuketh a wicked man, get it to himself, a blot. Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. So you can see, we are in the pursuit of wisdom. We have not arrived. Uh, we have not gone to a place where we say, I'm so glad you blasted me. <laughs> we are still growing. <laughs> the target is to reach that place where you say, Oh, I don't care. Even if there were multitudes, even if it was the most honorable people in the land that were there, when you rebuked me, I'm so glad. You know, we're still going. We're still growing. Praise God. And you know... Uh, Hallelujah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot inside there. And God help us. Amen. Reprove not a scorner. Verse 8. Uh, that lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man. And he will love thee. Now if that is a wise man. Hmm, we have some way to go. Amen. Can you see we are all in the path there. We're, we're moving. We're moving. We need to keep fellowshipping with that uh, wisdom. And enjoying the communion of what wisdom has to give and get intoxicated with it and then we're so out of control that we are ready. Just blast me and I will love you for it. <laughs> Sometimes in a drunken stupor, <clears throat> people say all kinds of things. But sometimes in the drunken stupor also, they get badly offended. Amen. And they just fight right there. Hallelujah. I was privy to one of those conversations recently when I went back home to Kerala. And um, it was a celebration. And uh, 
lo and behold somebody opened some strong drink you know and of course uh, i was way uh, out we just laughed and i said no that that used to be me many years ago but and there were elders you know family folk and they began to uh you know take a swig and as time went uh you know the the uh lips were loosed and uh, you know a bit of reckless talk started and uh, you know some old conversations were reopened among them and uh, you know at the end the older person told the younger one i'll say it again <laughs> i'm not sorry about it i'll tell you one more time <laughs> blah 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 <laughs> I could just look at them and laugh and take notes you know that oh ha <laughs> Sometimes in the drunken stupor you know we may reinforce something sometimes in the drunken stupor we may receive something you know I don't know but <laughs> as we uh mingle the drinks the wine of wisdom I think it will help us to take it nicely and make the adjustment amen Praise God. We are not uh drunk with natural wine, but we are drunk on the spirit, on the things of God. Hallelujah. And uh it's like anesthetic. It kind of uh allows you to take it well. Amen. Praise God. Otherwise it may be harsh. So, praise God. God help us. Amen. So uh sometimes you may not be able to advise or reprove or instruct people because they haven't come to that place. Amen. And and a wise person ought to know that who he's dealing with and say no, they're not there. They have not reached that place. Amen. And that's why God doesn't tell us things. Because we're not there. Why should we get more when we haven't dealt with where where we are? Amen. So we are all in a gradient going forward from glory to glory from faith to faith and God help us because we really want from our heart to move on. Praise God. Deep is crying out. Amen. But uh you know our soul, our flesh, etc are combating it and trying to hinder us. Hallelujah. But there's a cry from within, oh God, I I really want to know you more. I really want to know you more. Hallelujah. I think I'll take a small uh oof, I don't think we read anything in Proverbs. Let's see if we can read Proverbs 9 uh say verse 1 to maybe 4 first of all ಜ್ಞಾನವೆಂಬಾಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಮನೆಯನ್ನು ಕಟ್ಟಿಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಏಳು ಕಂಬಗಳನ್ನು ಕೆತ್ತಿಸಿದ್ದಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಪಶುಗಳನ್ನು ವಧಿಸಿ ತನ್ನ ದ್ರಾಕ್ಷಾರಸವನ್ನು ಬೆರೆಸಿ ತನ್ನ ಮೇಜನ್ನು ಸಹ ಸಿದ್ಧಪಡಿಸಿದಳು ಆಕೆಯು ತನ್ನ ಕನ್ನಿಕೆಯರನ್ನು ಕಳುಹಿಸುತ್ತಾಳೆ ಆಕೆಯು ಪಟ್ಟಣದ ಅತಿ ಉನ್ನತ ಸ್ಥಳಗಳಲ್ಲಿ ಮೂರ್ಖನು ಯಾವನೋ ಅವನು ಇಲ್ಲಿಗೆ ತಿರುಗಲಿ ಎಂದು ಕೂಗುತ್ತಾಳೆ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆ ಇಲ್ಲದೆ ಇರುವವನಿಗೆ ಆಕೆಯು But in his uh, writings to the Philippians in chapter 3 in verse 13 he says brethren i count not myself to have apprehended but this one thing i do forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are 
before or ahead. I press toward the mark. Amen. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Amen. This is uh, one of those amazing, amazing people of God. I mean, he wrote three quarters of the New Covenant uh, script. The, the Age of Grace was unveiled actually through his writings. Praise God. And we have understood the mysteries that were hidden uh, before you know, man ever knew anything about this. Hallelujah. Paul was given that instruction. Praise God. And uh, you know, today as a nation, the Jewish people don't know what we're talking about. Wow, isn't that amazing? Just blind, blindness in part. And it will be removed. But we are enjoying that which they haven't seen yet. Praise God. And it was all through this man. Notice in verse 12 he said, Not as though I had already attained. Either were already perfect. But I follow after. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Jesus Christ. Amen. He said, I haven't, I haven't got it. Amen. I am pressing into it. I want it. This man, wow, you really pray this kind of prayers? Notice some more. I'm going backwards now. You can go back and forth, you know. Notice he's, he has the righteousness of God already. Amen. But he's talking about, you know, uh, getting some more revelation along those lines. And he continues, verse 10, that I may know him. But you know so much, Paul. And he's like, I still have to know him. That I may know him. We thought he knew it. And he's like, you have no idea. That I may know him. And the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Wow. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained. Notice this kind of declaration. Paul is saying, I am not perfect. I have problems. I need more. I like that confession that he is also prone to any kind of challenge you and I may be facing, and even more. Hallelujah. So there's only one person in the whole of the Bible that's perfect, and that's Jesus. The rest of them all, if you want to see a perfect church, you have to go to heaven. Where the pastor is Jesus, where the praise and worship people are angels. Till then. Till then we have to deal with everything else. Hallelujah. All of us have to handle something or another. Paul said, you think I've attained? No, no, no. I want to know him. Even in the revelation that you think I know, I need to know. So imagine this person we are dealing with. That he's going to be showing more and more and more of himself for eternity. That already those beings that are in front of him have been seeing things and all they can say is, Wow, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. And our finite minds are cringing already. Just to read this is too much for us. Amen. Just to study these verses. And then there's more. And there's more. And there's more. Praise God. 
There is more. That's why he's our God. He's the almighty God. He's the self-existent one. And he says, I want you to partake of that nature of mine. I want you to enjoy that. You have no idea how much profit is in it. It is in the eternal realms. Hallelujah. It's in the eternal realms. Glory to God. Let's see if we can read something out of Philippians 3 also. Um, let's see. Verse maybe 13, first of all. Philippians 3. Praise God. Maybe we'll hear verse 14 also. Hallelujah. See this, this heart that's coming out in his writings. And uh, it's interesting that it is in, in the Philippian epistle. This was the in quote. According to him, after the beginning of his ministry somewhere around Macedonia, he said they were the only church that fellowshiped with him in giving and receiving. <coughs> that's a very big statement. He said, not that I'm speaking in terms of want, but I am so excited about your gift that you are going to have an account. Amen. And that's where his heart began to come out towards them. You think I'm perfect? You think I have arrived? He said, you have no clue. I need more. I need more. I need to understand more. I need further revelation. I'm pursuing. There is much more ahead that I need to grasp. Amen. So not everybody will tell you what's in their heart. Praise God. It, it will only come out to some, some type of people. Because there's a heart thing that is going on. And it will be poured out. Amen. You can't expect some guy on the road to just pour out his heart to you. Except if he's drunk. <laughs> he'll tell you all kinds of deep secrets. And you'll be like, man, what is this? But in wisdom, there is that. Amen. There is a pouring out of the heart. This is the heart of Paul. This is the heart of God. This is real. Amen. And they are talking to the family. So, you know, other, have you noticed that people cannot even pass the book of Psalms and Proverbs? Even that they don't understand. <clears throat> and then they read a little bit of the Gospels and they are stuck. Because they don't have access into the deeper things. Until you accept Jesus and yield to the Holy Ghost. And then you begin to get more and more access into the heart of God. And you begin to see the real things that move God. Hallelujah. So we have some instruction. Have I not told you, man, this is what I is, require, require from you. That you walk before me with a humble heart. That you seek justice or righteousness or righteous living. And that you love mercy. He's telling us, this is my heart. Amen. And if you follow these truths, you will be stable. No matter what's going on around there, you will not be moved. You will not be shaken in your time in which you live. Hallelujah. We are getting the heart of God, which will profit us here 
and ages that are ahead of us. Amen. So we must accept that we have human flaws. Just like Paul could pour out his heart and say, I have not attained. I'm dealing with stuff. I'm, I'm pressing. I'm pressing and I'm putting all my energies into this to, to receive more understanding that I may do what I was apprehended for by the Lord Jesus. Amen. And so we must be constantly uh, moving in that direction, humbly saying, Lord, <laughs> you know I'm not perfect. He's like, oh yeah, you, you thought you were perfect, huh? <laughs> you just tell him straight. <laughs> Amen. So, sometimes your hair may be perfect, but even that's not perfect, right? <laughs> sometimes your mustache may be just right, but... A few, uh, maybe a few hours later, it's way off, you know, and you have to trim it again. Praise God. But that's as far as our perfection goes. <laughs> Sometimes you see some guy that they're just perfect at that time. And some years later, you, you are the same guy, man. You should have seen those days, the pictures of that guy on the newsstand. And this is who he is now. You know, that's us. We are never perfect. We seem to be for a few minutes, but... That's probably just our hair. <laughs> Everything else, you know, is a, you know, is a cry to God for help me. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. Amen. God will help us. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, uh, think about Peter. Think about Paul. Praise God. The church in Jerusalem, you know, it's kind of shocking eventually became a legal church that was only bothered about things like how long is your skirt? And at the gate, before you enter, you have to zip down and they check whether you're circumcised or not. Can you imagine a church like that? That you have to stop in the front and they have to check, are you circumcised? That is the church... Where Jesus was offered Jerusalem. Where the Holy Ghost was poured out. Jerusalem. Where James was the pastor. Jerusalem. Where Peter was. Jerusalem. Where all the great guys were. Jerusalem. It eventually by Acts 15 became a weird place. Hallelujah. It became so weird that they could not imagine that the gospel could be preached to Gentiles. Hallelujah. That they said the Gentiles must be circumcised. Otherwise they are not saved. It's hard to imagine that it happened like that. Praise God. And then a work began in Antioch. And in that work, they were just Gentiles. Notice how the original church in Jerusalem started. There was a fight between the Greeks and the Hebrews about food. And guess what? All the deacons that were chosen were Greeks. Just to deal with that issue. Amen. All the names there, you know, Philip and Nicanor and, you know, Parmenas and Tema, all of them. Praise God. They are all actually Greek names, proving that these are, you know, for the sake of, let's just live. 
It's not Jewish. It's not everything Jew, everything Jew. But as time went, you know, uh, it just dwindled away. In other words, if we don't pursue things from the heart, we get stuck in some place that is just external. And our messages become junk. (laughs) And deviate from the internal things and the eternal things and begin to focus on external things. Hallelujah. God help us. If it happened in Jerusalem, it can happen Definitely in Bangalore. Amen. Hallelujah. And just think about it for a minute. Just, this is all just for thinking. That's why I'm not bringing out the scriptures directly. You just go and think about it. The Bible continues in Galatians talking about how there were some people sent from Jerusalem to spy on the church in Antioch. To spy on their liberty. Especially on their freedom. Praise God. And Peter went before. Notice. He was also sent. When he came there. He was enjoying. And and saying. This is what it should be. Amen. And he did not communicate with them. So after some time. Some fellows were sent. To check on Peter. We sent him and there's no news. What is this? He's supposed to be our agent to explore. Who are we talking about? Peter. Who's Peter? You know, Peter and the Lord are real close people, right? Hallelujah. Peter goes there. And he's like, Hey... You guys are eating all this weird stuff. And then he probably thinks about the vision, you know, and it's like he's also enjoying. <laughs> he ate with the Gentiles till those guys from Jerusalem came. Then he backed off. Who's doing this? Peter. And who grabs him? Paul. And who has to fight in the church? Peter and Paul. And the contention was so major that Barnabas, just think about it. Barnabas, who was supposed to be the pastor, joined the hypocrites. Just think about it. You don't have to swallow it. Think about it. Praise God. Why? Because we are just human. We have these problems. And if we don't stay in the pursuit, all of us can be guilty. Hallelujah. And so we need to keep going forward and not get stuck in some external thing. Praise God. We really need that. And there has to be a constant uh, fulfillment of the cry of our heart. We need to separate that and see what is my heart looking for. What are my deep thoughts looking for? Not just, you know, external stuff. Praise God. Amen. We need to be able to filter things as we move ahead. He he said, I am pressing toward. This is a man who, you know, went off like that also. I'm not going to uh, state judgments. 
That's why I'm saying read it, study it. But it seems very possible that these things actually happened in this kind of setting. Praise God. And eventually, the church in Jerusalem just fizzled out. And Antioch became the place where the churches began to break forth from. And all those seven churches came out of the congregations and the ministry in Antioch. Hallelujah. Thank God we have understanding as time goes. I believe God can see. You want to hear this? You want to know this? I'll show you. Praise God. And we don't want anything more than, honestly, than to know Him. Amen. His power, His plan, His purpose. Amen. We want to know the truth about it. And we want to pursue. But we may get corrected. Amen. Every now and then he may speak to our heart and say, you're beginning to focus on things that are on the outside. Praise God. Tattoo, no tattoo, this, that, the other, you know. But really it's the heart, isn't it? Hallelujah. We need to be careful that we don't get... Can you imagine that they actually went back to checking whether you're circumcised or not? And they had to have a meeting about it my God, you really have to have a meeting about that? You cannot see that until you really focus back that we were Gentiles. We had no clue about all this. But for them, these were the things. And with Christ, it was supposed to be a new creature, not any you know, circumcision or uncircumcision. And Paul had to remind them, what? Where have we gone? All that matters is a new creation. Hallelujah. All right, let's see if we can uh, maybe read a thing or two. Let's go to, <clears throat> mm, hallelujah, Philippians again. Notice uh, verse 15. Okay, after reading 14, have we read 14? Okay, yeah. Notice how 14 goes. I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded. And if anything you be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Nevertheless, whereunto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. Praise God. In other words, he's saying, uh, if you are mature, it's not that you are perfect. Praise God. But if you are mature, you decide, what does the word say about it? Amen. And let's try to follow that, rather than trying to pretend that we are perfect. Praise God. Your decisions are going to be filtered by the word. Hallelujah. And we uh, recognize our humanness. Amen. And we say, hey, I have not arrived. You know, it's very hard for people to actually, for instance, preach something wrong and then accept from the pulpit that what they said was wrong. It's really tough. Why? Because they think, oh, they're so great. Hallelujah. But the only person who never preaches wrong is Jesus. <laughs> 
Paul said, you think I've arrived? No, no, no. You have no clue. I'm still moving on. I had a mega fight with Peter the other day. I don't think anybody would have had boldness to talk about Peter. Right? Do you think any among that old crowd can go up to Peter and say this and that? I doubt it. Amen. To correct Peter, you have to be a little bit different. Amen. And even though it sounded like Paul may have won the argument, it split the church. Hallelujah. Barnabas joined the Jewish gang. And Barnabas, if you read your Bible, says he's the one that helped many in grace. Now, grace has some other weirdness also. You can go down that path and just live like a sinner. And grace will take care of everything. That may be Mrs. Grace or Miss Grace. But the real grace will not disgrace you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. It will empower you to live. Amen. And we all need that. We all need that. So we go to 1 John 1 9 and say, forgive us. Amen. I'm not perfect. Help me, Lord. I need the banquet of your wisdom. I need the fear of God. I need to understand your reverence. I need to understand your prophet. I need to understand eternity through your eyes. Because I'm not just a temporal being. Hallelujah. I need stability in these weird times. In my time. I need your counsel. Praise God. And so we hunger and thirst for that table. That's what changes us. Fellowship with his word. Fellowship with his spirit. The communion of the wine of wisdom and the banquet and bread of wisdom. Which is crying. Amen. And we can hear the cry. Sometimes a little faint but we can hear it. We hear it every day here and there. You need to study. You need to pray. You need to read this. Right? We hear it. And then we just kind of like say something and go on. Praise God. But there is a cry. And so in verse 15, he's saying, Let us therefore as many as be mature who realize that the correct thing is the word of God and the way God thinks, be thus minded. Accept this mind. Amen. And receive it. And he continues in 16, where unto you have already attained, if you have reached some good place, don't stop, continue. Wherever we've attained, let us walk by the same rule. What was the rule? Galatians 5.16 says, it seemed like a bit of a flood there, but you know, this just to get us to think. Galatians 5.16 This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Hallelujah. Now, observe Galatians 6. Observe there, it says, verse 15, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision availeth anything, nor uncircumcision, but a new creature. And as many as walk according to this rule... 
Peace be upon them. Mercy upon the Israel of God. Hallelujah. Not the Israel of man. You are the Israel of God. Hallelujah. And as long as you want to walk as a new creature, not bothered about external things too much, guess what? Mercy is going to be there for you. Peace is going to be there for you. Amen. God can work with you as long as you say, Lord, from my heart, I want to choose properly. I want to do the right thing. I want to walk in the Spirit. I want to enjoy the new creation reality. I'm a new creature. Amen. That's the rule. Just go with it. Sometimes you just have to go back to the basics. I'm a new creature. I'm born again. I'm the righteousness of God. I need to walk in that. I need to live like that. Help me, Lord. And mercy comes. And peace is upon us, the Israel of God. Hallelujah. We are His chosen. We are His people. He's also the God of Israel. Praise God. But we are the Israel also of God. In the natural, we may look like not Israel. We look like Gentiles. But we are His Israel. And He's our God. Hallelujah. We are the children of promise. Hallelujah. Um, Let's see if we can also see from... Uh, Philippians, the fourth chapter, and uh, maybe verse 15 and 16. The third chapter, sorry, and verse 15 and 16. Hallelujah. And maybe we can hear Galatians 5.16. This I say, walk in the spirit. You shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. Wow. So rather than focusing on the flesh, let's look inside. Praise God. Amen. I mean, if I had waited for my flesh to come in line, I don't think I'd be here today. But I had to look inside and speak what the word said. And then I noticed the change. And I decided that time that, man, you know what? I can't escape. I must lock myself into this. So I decided, I'm just going to hang around the church. I knew, if I'm not like that, I'm gone. So I locked myself into church. I just hung around the church. Eventually, I'm standing here still. Some of us know that there's no other way. I'm telling you, I have no other way. I need to be locked in. I need the word. I need the, the you know, that uh, perimeter and surrounding and boundary of his house and his word and the things of the spirit. Otherwise, I'm a goner. I know that. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Did we read uh, verse 16? Okay. All right. Let's look at the next one we went to, which is 6 and 15 and 16. 
ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತ ಯೇಸುವಿನಲ್ಲಿ ಸುನ್ನತಿಯಾಗುವುದರಿಂದ ಏನೂ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವಿಲ್ಲ ಸುನ್ನತಿಯಾಗದೇ ಇರುವುದರಿಂದಲೂ ಏನೂ ಪ್ರಯೋಜನವಿಲ್ಲ ಆದರೆ ಹೊಸ ಸೃಷ್ಟಿಯೇ ಬೇಕು ಈ ಸೂತ್ರಕ್ಕೆ ಸರಿಯಾಗಿ ನಡೆಯುವವರೆಲ್ಲರ ಮೇಲೆ ಅಂದರೆ ದೇವರ ಇಸ್ರಾಯೇಲಿನ ಮೇಲೆ ಶಾಂತಿಯೂ ಕರುಣೆಯೂ ಇರಲಿ Hallelujah. So going back to Proverbs, because that's where we jumped off from, the ninth chapter there. We read verse 8, Reprove not a scorner, lest he hate thee. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love thee. Give instruction to a wise man, he will be yet wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. and the knowledge of the holy is understanding for by me thy days shall be multiplied and the years of thy life shall be increased if you be wise you are wise for yourself if you scorn you alone will bear it praise god and there are benefits you will see that you will live long you'll see good days hallelujah as long as we are looking at it like that there are also external benefits it will show up on the outside this hunger this desire to receive con- constructive counsel from god's word again and again it will affect the outside also you don't have to worry the outside will come in line and uh, days will be added onto you honor will be given wealth riches it will be your portion it comes with this knowledge of the holy understanding of god amen you don't have to worry about it it will be added on to you as you seek first the kingdom his righteousness and his righteousness is actually his word it was the righteousness of god in the word that made us righteous hallelujah in christ in his word we saw it and we got it hallelujah so the kingdom is part of that it's coming There are some people who are stuck in something called kingdom now. Have you heard that? That's some weird stuff. The kingdom now. That's one level of uh, uh, deviation that is happening right now. But actually, honestly, the, from the word of God, that kingdom is the millennial kingdom. We now are seeking for the establishment of that kingdom which is coming where we will have a place in it and merit in it amen when they said to jesus when is your kingdom coming that's what they meant hallelujah when are you going to sit in the throne when are you going to be the god of this world not satan you hallelujah he said it's coming Thank God for that thousand year time that is coming. We want to be a part of that administration. Hallelujah. We seeking that. We seek that first. We seek that first. And other things are added. Hallelujah. Praise God. So uh maybe we can hear verse 9 to 12 also in Kannada out of Proverbs 9. ಜ್ಞಾನಿಗೆ ಶಿಕ್ಷಣ ಮಾಡಿದರೆ ಅವನು ಇನ್ನೂ ಹೆಚ್ಚಾಗಿ ಜ್ಞಾನವಂತನಾಗಿರುವನು ನೀತಿವಂತನಿಗೆ ಬೋಧಿಸಿದರೆ ಅವನು ಜ್ಞಾನವನ್ನು ಹೆಚ್ಚಿಸಿಕೊಳ್ಳುವನು ಕರ್ತನ ಭಯವೇ ಜ್ಞಾನಕ್ಕೆ ಮೂಲವು ಪರಿಶುದ್ಧರ ತಿಳುವಳಿಕೆಯೇ ವಿವೇಕವು ನನ್ನ ಮೂಲಕ ನಿನ್ನ ದಿನಗಳು ಹೆಚ್ಚುವವು ನಿನ್ನ ಜೀವನದ ವರುಷಗಳು ವೃದ್ಧಿಯಾಗುವವು 
ನೀನು ಜ್ಞಾನಿಯಾಗಿದ್ದರೆ ನಿನ್ನಷ್ಟಕ್ಕೆ ನೀನೇ ಜ್ಞಾನಿಯಾಗಿರುವಿ ನೀನು ನಿಂದಿಸುವವನಾದರೆ ನೀನೇ ಅದನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸುವಿ in Paul's conversation to the Philippians in that letter he talks about his heart there verse 9 be found in him not having mine own righteousness which is of the law amen notice that but that which is through the faith of Christ the righteousness which is of God hallelujah isn't that the truth that's what he was fighting for Hallelujah. In the previous verse, verse 8, Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung that I may win Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice there has to be a weighing of everything which he said he did. and he weighed it and he said all the stuff that seemed like an advantage to me just naturally looking he said is equal to dung hallelujah so these these things keep happening we need to be able to uh, check once in a while all this stuff what is it to me compared to the knowledge of christ we need to weigh it out and check whether the way weighing <laughs> systems have changed a little bit <laughs> praise god hallelujah amen because it can creep in on any one of us praise god hallelujah you know it crept in on solomon it crept on him he he is the one who wrote these proverbs but one time he began to just slowly take him and take him and take him and uh, it's kind of shocking in first kings i think we'll do that in the last minutes of our first kings let's go to first kings chapter 12 here we see a story about his son <clears throat> you know the old testament stories are really major some of them are very graphic from uh, verse 1 he says rehoboam this is supposed to be uh, solomon's son Rehoboam went to Shechem for all that Israel would come to Shechem to make him king. And it came to pass when Jeroboam the son of Nebat who was yet in Egypt heard of it he was fled from the presence of King Solomon and Jeroboam and dwelt in Egypt. That's history now he's talking. It's in brackets in King James. That they sent and called him and Jeroboam and all the congregation of Israel came and spake unto Rehoboam saying So this is the counsel of the elders. Your father, who's that? Solomon made our yoke grievous. So it looks like Solomon had begun to give them some headache. Made our yoke grievous. Now therefore make thou the grievous service of thy father and his heavy yoke which he put upon us lighter. and we will serve you amen counsel now they're saying this is what your dad did so solomon has left some place of blessed equity nice wise balanced life and rulership he has changed slowly he started putting yokes on the people 
And so they told him, don't make the mistake that your father made. Praise God, make it easy. Verse 5, and he said unto them, depart yet for three days, then come again to me. And the people departed. He said, go away for some time. Let me think about it and then you come back. This is counsel. And King Rehoboam consulted with the old men that stood before Solomon, his father, while he yet lived. And said, how do you advise that I may answer these people? More counsel. This time from people who were with his father. And they spake unto him, saying, If thou wilt be a servant unto these people this day, and will serve them, and answer them, and speak good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. (laughs) But he forsook the counsel of the old men which they had given him and consulted with the young men that were grown up with him which stood before him. And he said unto them, What counsel give ye that we may answer this people who have spoken to me, saying, Make the yoke which thy father did put upon us lighter. He said, Now what do you guys have to say? And the young men that were grown up with him spake unto him, saying, Thus shall you speak. Unto thee, saying, Thy father made our yoke heavy, but make thou it lighter unto us. Thus shall you say unto them, My little finger shall be thicker than my father's loins. Just my finger will be stronger and bigger than my father. So guess what? And now whereas my father laid you with a heavy yoke, I will add to your yoke. My father has chastised you with whips, but I will chastise you with scorpions. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam the third day as the king appointed. Come again the third day unto me. And then he just blasted them and said, no, no reduction. I'm going to make it worse. And that was the beginning of his downfall. Amen. So, uh, hallelujah. Thank God for counsel. Thank God for instruction. And so we are the wise ones, you know, in Jesus' name. We are making adjustments. Hallelujah. When the counsel comes, we are not going to just, uh, you know, stand against it. We're going to choose properly. But we need to keep checking every now and then. We need to check how is my heart now? How, is the, how does the word sound to me? How does the counsel of God sound to me? Praise God. And let us choose wisely. Hallelujah. Amen. We can maybe uh, read one more scripture if we can. Or we can just go on and pray. It's quite a message. Something to think about. Alright. Maybe we'll just read one more and then pray. Notice uh, 2 Corinthians. The seventh chapter and the first verse, he says, Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. All the promises that we have are actually for us to enjoy a perfecting of this holiness. Praise God. To be precise in context is Continues from the 6th chapter where he says that you are now light. Amen. That you are righteousness. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. 
that you are actually the address of the mighty Holy Spirit, that you cannot be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Amen. In that context, you can see the promises of God are actually so that we enjoy His nature, participate in it. Here and there, we will have the profit. Praise God. Let's thank Him for a minute. Uh, let's read that. Sorry, Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. In Canada. Did we read I Solomon? We read. I mean, no. Ooh, wow. Okay. Praise God. Let's see. Uh, maybe First Kings chapter 12. Maybe a verse or two. Let's see. Yeah. Maybe verse 6 and 7. Praise God. And then we can also read Second Corinthians 7 verse 1. Praise God. You can see that therefore God has only good plans for us. Amen. Good thoughts, good plans, and He's going to help us to enjoy and partake of His own holiness, His own nature, which is way beyond the stain of the curse. And poverty and sickness and every failure of man. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's bless him and thank him. Thank you for counsel. Thank you for counseling. The heart is like a deep well. But a man of understanding draws it out. Hallelujah. By the word understanding is coming to us. By the knowledge of the holy we are getting understanding. And that is affecting the way we hear counsel. That's affecting our response. Oh, precious Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for teaching us your ways so that we may enjoy the benefits here and in the kingdom that is coming. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name, both now and forevermore. Hallelujah. We give you thanks. We praise you, mighty Holy Spirit, for helping us to walk along this path. For brighter and brighter are the days ahead of us. In the midst of these weird times, we shall be stable. Hallelujah. We shall be unshakable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be your holy name. Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, team. If you'd like to give, this is a great opportunity. God is a faithful God. And he will reward you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, because that's who he is. Praise God. Thank you so much. You're blessed.